You are listening to We Woke Up Like This, and I am your host, Joya Sosnowski. I am dedicated to the soul's growth and seeing the higher self embodied, expanded, and expressed in every woman. Enjoy the show. Hello, lights and souls. Joya with Vibology here to help you live your best vibe. And on this week's episode, we are in week two of my 52 weeks of incredible content. And this week we're talking about igniting your authenticity and your purpose. And I call this your embodied awakening. This is really what this is because we're we're bringing heaven to earth through our consciousness. So what does it mean to bring heaven to earth? Well, I think that probably depends on you and what your idea of heaven is, but the whole point of engaging in these practices. It's to bridge that gap between what it is you say you want, what it is you envision, and what it is you're actually doing. And that gap is where the pain lives. That's where our pain is. And the whole work of embodied awakening, the whole work and purpose of all of this mindful self-awareness and this first pillar of mindful self-awareness and, um, deep self-knowing, deep going within ourselves to know who we are is because when we can see what that distance is, all we have to do is become very present and very conscious and very able to look at our current situation to know where the work is, right? Because everything that's around us is simply an effect. It's already a result of things you've chosen in the past. So all we need to do is look at our habits, our patterns, our pain, our wounding, our stuff, our places that we feel like we're stuck. And those are the very areas for us to dive into. Those are the very invitation for us to go into to heal. And healing is simply the repatterning and rewiring of these old belief systems that have been uploaded into us by other people and that we agreed are true because we all have free will. We all have free will. And this is what this work is all about. So this week we're gonna talk about the power of embodied awakening and igniting your authenticity and your purpose. And we're this is a journey, right? That's, that's taking us into the depths of our being. And I really, really do know that the most exciting journey that we can go on is the journey within. It takes a lot of courage to be able to come up to those places where you see that gap and you see what's in that gap and you recognize that it's fear, that it's unworthiness, that it's shame, that it's uh, some kind of belief that we've bought into that was handed down generationally that we agree is true and we're going to keep perpetuating this lie in our present life. And this is often a lie that our parents lived and now they've given it to us and we're going to live it too, right? So, you know, you can imagine that you're standing at this crossroads of life. And I think that's where so many people are all the time is is perpetually at this crossroads of life where they see there's a different way. They want something else. There's a calling they want to answer. And yet they're still choosing to not cross. They're still choosing to live in the old habits and in the old mindset and in the old ways of being. Because the ego, the identity, the self that calls itself a self would rather choose a familiar pain because you already know how to manage that chaos in your life 
than to choose something unfamiliar and go against what it believes to be true. So this is the work. This is where the courage comes in. This is why people who do this work are so brave because we're questioning our own self. We're questioning our own belief systems, our own BS. We're questioning our own um, behaviors and ways of doing things. And that takes a lot of courage to say, you know what, maybe it's me, maybe it's me. Okay, so these processes that I've created to help us align with our soul's purpose. And we're going to talk about like, what is, what does that mean to be in alignment with soul's purpose? And how do you know what that is? Because that's a lot of a big question. A lot of people have is what is my purpose? And we all have the same purpose and it's to awaken to what brings us joy. What makes us feel alive? What makes us feel like that we are living a life in purpose on purpose? What makes us feel at ease? What brings us peace? And to recognize that the more alive we feel, that is our purpose. Our purpose too is express and to expand the fullness of our potential, the fullness of who we are capable of being and step out of those old areas that we've already outgrown, right? It's, it's so easy in concept, but it's not hard. To, I mean, it's not easy to do. But I've created practices that make it easier to do because you're practicing being in it visually and embodying it through expressive meditation practices. So you get to try it on before you be it, right? So, and this is the whole, the whole point of doing this work. So the concepts that we're going to cover, let's just dive right into them. First is, and I've written notes here because I'm trying to be way more organized with my thinking and what I'm talking about, because anybody who's listened to me knows that I've got this squirrel tendency. So I'm really trying to keep it really organized for you. So it makes sense. So the first concept is self-awareness and the significance of self-awareness. By cultivating our self-awareness, and we talked a lot about self-awareness last week, by cultivating our self-awareness, we gain insight into our own thoughts, our own emotions, and our own patterns of behavior. This is where we don't blame it on other people anymore. We say, hmm, maybe this is me, right? We can see it really clearly and recognize that our own life is the path. Our own life is the invitation. And for us to change our perception of seeing and to see things in a different way. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Dr. Wayne Dyer said that, and he was 100% right because the brain from a neuroscience point of view is mostly deleting everything that's not in agreement with what you already know. So you're always living in this bias, right? That we're, that we're always self-affirming and self-confirming with what we're even seeing based on what we already believe or what we already think to be true. So when we can recognize our own patterns and recognize our own thoughts and recognize our own feelings, we're expanding our consciousness and it allows us to connect with our true self and embrace our authentic essence. Self-awareness becomes the guiding light that leads us to a life filled with purpose, fulfillment and alignment. Okay, your true self, this the self, our authentic essence is the very life force energy that's calling you forward into expansion and expression of something greater in the first place. That's the essence of you. That is your soul calling you. That is this vibrational frequency, this vibrational energy that is asking you to wake up from your sleep, to wake up from your autopilot slumber, and to step into present moment choice awareness, and then to make choices that are in alignment 
with your own values. That way you stay in integrity. And Carolyn Miss said, the things you do in private are the things that matter most. And that is so true. Everybody else might not know what you're doing, but you do. And that is the most important person to be accountable to, is to your own self, to your own heart, to thine own heart, to be true, right? The second concept of is aligning our soul's purpose. So let's talk about what does aligning our soul's purpose mean? When we align our soul's purpose, we tap into a wellspring of inspiration and passion. Our actions become intentional, guided by our values and our core beliefs. This alignment brings a deep sense of fulfillment, authenticity, and connection with a greater world around us. It's about creating a life that is an authentic expression of who we truly are. So I'm gonna say that again. What is your soul's purpose? And it, how does it tap you into a wellspring of inspiration and passion? Because you are doing actions that are in alignment and guided by your core values and your core beliefs. Okay, you're doing this anyway. We're doing this anyway. We are always living from our core beliefs. This outer mask, this outer persona is the ego. The ego is who shows up in the world. We all meet egos all day long, right? So when people say you've got to kill the ego, no, you can't kill the ego because the ego is, it's the body. It's how you dress. It's how you speak. It's how you do your hair. It's how you put on your makeup. It's how you show up. It's what you say. It's what you do. And so when we put ourselves in alignment with our values and our core beliefs, we change how we're showing up. So we have to do the work to change what's on the inside in order to change how the outside starts showing up for other people. And the more you're aligned and in tune with your higher self, and that's what's important to you, what did you come wired with, right? What was your pattern, your genetic pattern, your vibrational stamp of your talents, your abilities, your gifts, your interests, who you are? And when you live in alignment with that pattern and that design, you are living in alignment with your soul's purpose because you're living in authenticity. Now, there are two places, three places that I love to go or send my clients to or work with my clients around to find out what these are. What are your gifts? What are your talents? What are your abilities? What are your natural interests? What are your values? And the first one is, of course, genekeys.com, G-E-N-E, keys k-e-y-s dot com download your chart that's going to give you your 11 archetypes or personalities or ego personas <laughs> that you could put on and take off with really great grace and ease now most of us show up in the shadows when we're unconscious and so we can look at these shadow frequencies to know what the toxic ego looks like when the toxic ego is showing up that is either seeking to protect itself or seeking to make itself better than other people. That's when you know you're in the shadow frequency when you're doing either one of those things. The gift frequencies are really easy to step into once you recognize those patterns and beliefs. So we're not necessarily striving here to become enlightened. And in fact, you can't strive to become enlightened. It's something that simply happens to you. You cannot strive for it. The more you strive for it, the more you push it away because it's really something that happens to you by practicing being your authentic self. So if this urge of expression, which all of us actually, our deepest urge of our fullest expression of self is to be enlightened, 
then the way to do that is to relax into the naturalness of being who you truly are. And that's living in alignment, living in integrity. And then all of a sudden, boom, something happens and you're stepping into enlightened. And then the funny thing about that is it's kind of like meditating when you're in that space of deep isness, in the space of, of expansive self, expansive awareness of the observer, that the minute you notice that you're in it, it disappears. And so this is kind of that same kind of trick that you're in. It's like you're not really aware that you are it when you're it. So that's the irony of the whole thing. So the gifts are much easier to step into. And you don't need to really study all of the gene keys and know all of this so much as you can just look at these keynotes of these words and start to say them, affirm them, and feel the vibration of these archetypes. And then, of course, if you want a deeper dive, you can get the Gene Keys book and read all about your particular gates and frequencies. Um, and the second place is Via Character, V-I-A character.org, and this gives you your values. So it will tell you what your values are and how you're living in alignment with them. And I find it really interesting in my work around this in all of these years is that the things that people lack or the things that people uh, have the least amount of in their values chart tend to be the things that people try to do the most. It's really fascinating that we all like seek this impossible way of trying to be what we're not instead of finding what we are, loving that, embracing that, and being that, and recognize that these other qualities that fall lower, you still have them, you still are them, but they just show up less and not as naturally in your life. And we tend to attract partners that have those opposite qualities, which is why they say opposites attract. It's because we're balancing each other out. And because we're really constantly like seeking and striving when you're in the striving, of being who you're not instead of being who you are. So viacharacter.org is really powerful and it will give you your top 10, I think the last time I looked, your top 10 traits for free. And these are the ones that show up the most anyway. So they're really all you need to know. So those are two great places where you can go if you really don't know who you are, how you're wired to be, what are your archetypes that you can try on and off really easily in your lifetime. And what can you possibly step into the fullness expression of who you are? And then, of course, these practices that I've created with expressive meditation, affirmations, journaling, art, creating art around these things really help you to try on the vibration, to practice the vibration, practice being in the vibration of it so that in your daily life, when you arrive at these choice point now moments, you know what it feels like and you can much more easily choose and step into a higher vibrational choice rather than uh, choosing from habit, rather than choosing from an asleep, unaware place where we're just repeating these patterns over and over and we don't know why. The third concept is the transformative power of expressive art, expressive everything I do. And I call it expressive art because it's not only just painting expressively, but expressive voice, expressive drumming, expressive movement, expressive meditation. So passionate about this because the expression of things uh, gives you uh, steps into self-expression, which of course, that's what we're here for is our fullness of our self-expression. So we step into that embodied because we're doing these in practice, right? We're actually doing actions of embodiment in the mode of expression and it helps with emotional release mm -hmm. 
it helps us create a spiritual connection through the beauty of sound, which is what I do, right? Most of the time, what I'm doing, the canvas of art, when I do my art journaling and share it every week with these resonance of your voice with drumming practices, with movement practices, with, with these visioning practices, with the shaking of the body practices, this accesses the depth of our being and awakens, awakens our inner wisdom and helps us to transform our consciousness because we, we tune into this something familiar within us. When we're in the full expression of who we are, we are tuning into the familiar. You're not tuning into anything that's not already you. And when I do and guide expressive meditation, it's a visualization in the beginning, but you are the one visualizing what's relevant for your life. I'm not telling you what to see, what to think, how to feel. I'm giving you a framework for you to now fill in the blanks for what's important to you. And in doing these practices, you feel how it feels in your body so that in the real world, when a vibration arises of choice, you can go, oh, I know what this vibration feels like. I know how to choose that vibration. And that's the invitation. Embodied awakening is important because it bridges the realm of self-awareness, mindfulness, and personal transformation. It's the bridge of that gap I talked about in the beginning, the gap between who you envision yourself to be, who you want to be, what you want to create, the reason you want to create something different, and what you're actually doing right now. There's a gap right there. And this embodied awakening bridges that gap between those things, right? So self-awareness is embodied awakening deep in self-awareness by encouraging you to connect to your inner self on a profound level through practices and mindfulness, embodiment practices, expressive art practices, and mindfulness, you cultivate a heightened sense of awareness. You gain insights into your thoughts, emotions, your patterns of behavior. We already talked about that. And this allows you to make conscious choices aligned with your values, your desires, and your soul purpose. You do not need to worry about next year. You do not need to worry about next week even. My motto is always stay in the day you're in, that, which is why I've broken this down into 52 weeks of content with things you practice in the day that you're in. And all you need to worry about is today. Stay in the day you're in. What do I need to choose today to be in alignment with my values, my desires, what I really want, and my soul's purpose of the fullness of self-expression, the fullest expression and expansion of who I'm called to be to reach my potential while I'm alive in my body, your authenticity and your purpose. Embodied awakening empowers you to live authentically and align your actions with your soul's purpose. By cultivating self-awareness and exploring the depths of your being, you gain clarity about your values, your strengths, and your core beliefs. Self-knowledge enables you to make choices authentically and embrace your soul's purpose, which will bring you a profound sense of fulfillment and a deeper connection to your inner self and the world around you. You know, there's a really interesting paradox that happens that the more you take on the responsibility for of choice and you make choices intentionally to step out of habit, to step out of autopilot, and to step into conscious choice awareness, you start to live from this deep authenticity. And when you're living in a space of deep authenticity, you live in a space and a vibration of complete confidence. And in this space of complete confidence, 
there's a, an energy that people can't take your power from you because you're no longer giving it away. You're not, you're not no longer giving away your power to anything outside of you. And you invite people to have that same energy for themselves. You no longer feel responsible for other people. You are no longer responsible for what other people say or do or how they react. If you're showing up in a vibration of authentic, deep self-confidence, deep self-awareness aligned with your higher self, this is a, a resonant frequency that everybody, re everybody recognizes and everybody remembers because we all have the same frequency. I'm going to say that because at the deep core, it's the exact same awareness that is living in every single human being, in every single living thing. So this is how we tune into our superpowers is that when we're when we're deeply authentic in expressing our highest vibration of stamp of who we're supposed to be stamped on this body, we invite other people to do the same thing. And there's no judgment and no attachment to what other people should, I put this in quotes, be doing. And then of course, mindfulness, which is a fundamental aspect of embodied aware awakening. The practices of mindfulness allows you to cultivate non-judgmental present moment awareness. By being fully present, you can engage in self-reflection, observe your thoughts and emotions, and make conscious choices. Mindfulness allows you to embrace your experiences without resistance or attachment and cultivate a sense of inner peace, clarity, and resilience. When you are mindful and you're in mindful present awareness, your emotions that stir up the feelings that are arising are information. These are data points. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm experiencing joy. I'm on the right track. I'm experiencing expansiveness. I'm on the right track. I'm experiencing restriction and judgment. I'm on the wrong track on the wrong track. Let's course correct. So it's we treat these things, uh, thoughts, feelings, as data points as information, instead of judging them and reacting to them all the time, we're able to look at them very objectively and go, mm, is this what I want? No. Okay, then I'm going to choose something different. It really is that simple and that not simple. <laughs> the transformation of consciousness. Embodied awakening is a catalyst for transforming our consciousness, consciousness by engaging in practices that encourage personal self-expression, emotional release, and connection to the deeper aspects of ourselves. We tap into our innate wisdom and expand our consciousness. Doing this moves you beyond your limiting beliefs, your conditioning, societal expectations, and embracing your authentic self and embodying your soul's purpose opens you up to pure joy. This transformation of consciousness leads to a more awakened and conscious way of living, where you now navigate your life with clarity, compassion, and purpose, navigating your life. I love that term. I've been looking and studying about navigation um, or not studying it, but I should say I like the analogy and I always have like the analogy between navigating a ship and the human life and the human body. In, the, in navigation, attitude determines your direction. Your attitude determines your latitude or your longitude. Your attitude is the direction you're headed. So the same is true of us. When we change our attitude internally, it changes our direction. A change of attitude comes with a transformation of consciousness because your consciousness is merely 
the life force energy flowing into the body and you get to choose what vibration of consciousness is animating your body by choo by choosing your attitude. So your attitudes can be your 12 or your 11 gene keys. Those can be your attitudes or your directions, your lenses of perception through which you're viewing the world. And of course, we are encouraging the purpose of all of this is to encourage authenticity and purpose. We want to nurture self-awareness. We want to foster mindful and transformative way of being in the world. By embracing practices such as expressive meditation and mindfulness, you can cultivate self-awareness, align your soul purpose, and awaken to your true potential. Through this journey, you transform your consciousness, which leads to a more fulfilling, meaningful, and conscious way of living. And don't we all want fulfillment and meaning and conscious ways of living in our life? Don't we want to be awake to this choice point now and to decide what it is we want to create? Because we are the creators of our life here. We get to choose. We get to create. And the question is, what are we creating? And most of us, I, you just have to look around to see that most people are creating out of autopilot and out of habit, out of old belief systems that are old, worn out, dated, not even relevant. And we can completely step out of that. And it really literally does feel like an awakening, which is why I call it awakening is embodiment, right? Because we're coming home in the body by becoming really aware of what we are doing and what we are choosing on a moment by moment by moment by moment by moment basis. And when we make choices that are in alignment with our truest heart's desire, with our values, we are now in integrity that we don't get off track. We don't, we don't violate ourselves. We don't violate our own uh, worthiness for unworthiness, right? We're not stepping back into that vibration. I love anybody who knows me, if you listen to me for a long time, you guys know that I like to talk about the science of things because I'm nerdy like that. And um, I just want to share a little bit about neuroplasticity here, which is the rewiring of the brain. And that's what these practices do. So when you are participating in um, these courses, these things that I've created for you, you are participating in the rewiring of your brain, the repatterning of your nervous system, and a reinstalling <laughs> of a different kind of consciousness to be running and ruling your body. Neuroplasticity are changes in the brain. And Studies using neuroimaging techniques like fMRI have revealed that engaging in self-awareness practices can lead to a structural and functional change in regions associated with your attention, your emotional regulation, and self-referential processing. These changes enhance self-awareness, improve your well-being, and promote your own personal growth. We're wired to awaken. We are wired to stay present. We are wired to be right here, right now in choice point awareness. And as we are in this moment, making choices in this moment, and we're choosing for self-awareness, you can actually see it in the mind, in the human brain, different wiring, different firing going on in the human brain. Of course, doing these practices reduces stress, which we know stress is linked to the top six uh, killers of people well, they used to be the top six killers of people in the world um, are all linked to stress. And mindfulness, of course, uh, decreases activation in the amygdala, which is our fight or flight, which releases cortisol, which is toxic to the human body at chronic levels. 
enhanced cognition. This is what I really love too. So if you're doing these practices, expressive art, expressive meditation, expressive drumming, expressive voice, we're, we're playing with intuition, we're stepping into the flow. And when we do this, we're actually strengthening both hemispheres of the brain, not one side, it's not a right-sided activity, it's a whole brain activity. You're making yourself literally smarter. You are changing your brain by changing your, cogn your cognitive function. All right, so this is super important, and this means that you're um, synchronizing brainwave patterns, creating focused attention and heightened awareness. I'm going to read this part right here because I love this. These practices have been linked to changes in brain structure and function, reduce stress, emotional regulation, enhance your cognitive abilities, and enhance your overall well-being. This is a holistic approach to personal growth and transformation, which taps into the mind-body connection, and the innate wisdom that resides within every single one of us. That's why we do this practice, to step into our own guidance, our own trust. We want to trust ourselves so much that when our intuition kicks up, we don't even hesitate anymore. We, we feel it. We know it. We're in practice doing it. And that's what we're doing here, right? That all of these things that we do every day, we practice meditation, we practice intuitive art, we practice intuitive voice, we practice intuitive drumming. Why? Because that feeling, that vibration, that information is the same and it's transferable to regular life because those same moments of insight will kick up and you'll be like, oh, I know this feeling, I know how to trust this, I know what this is telling me and I'm going to listen to it because I trust it because I practice being in the trust of it on a daily basis. And the more that you do this, the more your life steps into flow, into the space of flow, where you feel like you're no longer struggling against the stream of your own life. You are the, now the conscious navigator of exactly where you want to go. And, and you keep yourself open to this or something better. I always say that, this or something better, because... Again, I'm going to share my favorite quote from David White. What you can plan for your life is too small for you. What you can plan for your life is too small for you. Because the self you are right now, with your knowledge, with your wisdom, with what you know, what you've experienced, what you are believing, is not the same person you will be when you are living into the vision you can just get a glimpse of in your mind. You're not in that being of that yet. This is the practicing of being in that being so that as you do the work to create this vision, to cultivate this vision, when it arrives, you're ready for it. You are vibrationally in the space of being the person who does these things, who is this, who is living this way. Because if we were given exactly what it is we think we want right now, we would sabotage it because we're not the person. We aren't that person yet. So we have no idea what it's actually going to feel like, what it's actually going to be like when we create and live into our vision. We can only practice it in our mind and our visual imagining faculties, which is what expressive meditation gives us the opportunity to do, to embody the practice of living as that person now, today. But who that woman actually is is different than you can even imagine. And the opportunities that that will present as you begin to step into this way of being 
you also can't imagine because you don't know. You don't know the doors that will open and the people that will come and the opportunities that will come and the ideas that will come when you are in a different consciousness. So this is so fun because we are consciously creating our life together on this planet. We are all conscious creators. And as we talked about last week, we when we're in mindfulness, mindful self-awareness, we know that what we do affects the collective. And so we choose from a very conscious place, knowing that to have a business, to have a conscious business in this vibrational uh, energy and what we are ascending to here on planet Earth at the moment is a business of service, a business of purpose is a business of service. A soulful business is serving others deeply. And so we're choosing from that conscious place of how are we serving? Who are we serving? How are we contributing to the conscious collective of planet Earth? We're not doing it alone, right? And that's why the work that I do here is so important to me in helping people awaken and step into their potential is my freaking passion. <laughs> it's my passion because good people do good things with money. Money is a neutral thing. So this, you know, I could have said that this whole purpose of doing all of this is about manifesting money, manifestation, manifestation, manifestation. Well, manifestation, we're always doing. It's a side effect of who we're being. So I'd rather go to the root cause of being. Who are you being? And in order to create the highest vibrational, soul-fueled, higher-purpose-fueled business, you must step into your soul-purposed, higher-purposed way of being. And that's my passion. That's my work in the world. So once again this week, I will invite you to join the membership at Vibology. It's brand new. I'm so excited that I'm launching this and I'm getting the word out there. And I know everyone's like, oh, another membership, another, you know, and I feel the same way. I have memberships that I am in. Some of them I keep and a lot of them I've canceled and deleted because they weren't, uh, it was too much or it was not enough or I just wasn't getting, I don't know, it wasn't soul aligned anymore. So my invitation is to join me at liveyourbestvibe.com. You can try it for free. Try this week's content. See what you think. Practice the expressive meditation. Do the affirmations. Step into it and see how it feels. See if it's for you. You, I would love to see you there. Liveyourbestvibe.com. Of course, if you have any questions, any comments, or of course, if you want to be on uh, my show, which is my podcast, We Woke Up Like This, then shoot me an email at joya at vibology, V-I-B-O-L-O-G-I-E dot com. And I would love to talk to you about it because I love conversing with people who have done this work, who are in this conscious creation space, who have stepped out of one life and into another life and woke up like this. And now they're creating a life and a business that they absolutely love and this joyful being is contagious. And if one person does it, everybody can do it. So if you're that person, I would love to talk to you. And I thank you for joining me this week on this journey of inspired awakening, this embodied awakening, stepping into the fullness and the greatest expansion and expression of your potentiality is your greatest gift that you can give the world. Stepping into the fullness of your being is the greatest gift that you can give the world. Thank you for doing the work. I deeply, deeply appreciate you because it's not easy. And if you're here doing this work, mm -mm -mm, you are a courageous soul. And I'm so grateful that I know you. And I invite you to join the community of other creative souls 
who are doing the work too. So you're not alone. All right, everybody, much love, and I'll see you next week. Until then, be blessed. Bye. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. I would appreciate a like, a subscribe, and a follow wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, send me an email, joya at vibology.com. Thank you so much.